0: and we're back on filmatic podcast i'm here this is a rare opportunity for us you know we're kind of finally hitting the big leagues here on filmatic we're actually here with joe rogan he's here
1: yeah thank you guys for having me on it's it's really a pleasure i've heard a lot about the podcast jamie showed me the podcast a couple months ago actually and i've been dying to get on here trying to connect with you guys over social media has been a little bit difficult. Unfortunately, I, I could not get entered into that suicide squad DVD giveaway. I'm a little bit upset about that, but <laughs>
0: yeah, well, you know, m m I'm beat you to it. Uh, you know, you should have commented a little sooner, Joe, but I'll, I'll let it slide. You're a busy guy. You got big things going on. Um, I understand you have some questions for me. Cause you're a big fan. I'm happy to answer those before we start the podcast. Uh, anything you have to ask, I am an open book, so uh, feel free to let me know.
1: Yeah, well, as you might know, I do have a background in podcasting myself. We have a little podcast called the Joe Rogan Experience. So I had some questions, just podcaster to podcaster, you know, sure. that I wanted to ask you. Um, starting with Nabil, what is your favorite film? Well, Joe,
0: I'd say my favorite, uh, yeah, so many favorites, but one of uh one of my all-time favorites, mentioned many times here on the podcast, I'm sure you remember, Spider-Man 2. One of the greatest superhero movies, one of the greatest movies possibly ever made to put on the screen. I'm wearing so the emotional. shirt. Look at that Casey You're wearing the it? shirt.
2: It's great. You like this uh, show? You Spider-Man 2 fan?
1: You know, I I am a big fan of Spider-Man. The acrobatics that Tobey Maguire had to learn for that movie are beyond impressive, in my opinion. It's really crazy. If you look at some of the maneuvers that they have, these Spider-Man stunt doubles learning, it's pretty similar to chimpanzees. Um, I'm very, very interested in the biology of these animals. It's quite crazy. I could go on for days... Uh, but, you know, I think one of the least impressive parts to me personally about Spider-Man 2 as someone with a background in MMA and bodybuilding is Toby Maguire's physique. It doesn't really do it for me. I- I'm more of a-, a fan of, you know, The Rock, Black Adam. Right. I don't know if you've seen that movie. <laughs>
0: Joe, it's funny you mentioned that. Today's episode
1: is on Black Adam. Have you seen Black Adam? I'm sure you have. I actually have seen black Adam. We're trying to get the rock onto the podcast. He's a little bit hard to contact. I know the movie is making a ton of money right now. It's, it's actually crazy. Jamie. if you don't mind pulling up the numbers, I think black Adam is the number one best sewing movie of all time.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah that's good. You pull it up. <laughs> Jamie's here too. He's, yeah, also Jamie's, here. he's in the back. He's, he yeah. pulled it up. We saw that. Uh, but uh yeah no
1: um... yeah this this is actually what is this this is a tweet from the rock himself yeah he said that the 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 black adam movie is making a profit and that the fans are very much appreciated yeah he's a great guy he really is uh, i don't know if you've ever met him in person but he's <laughs> really really something
0: else wow well maybe you know now that we're we got you on the podcast. You know, you have so many connections. Maybe we could get him on next some other time. We get you both on on Filmatic. But uh, you know, Joe, it's really, really great to have you on. I, I gotta ask you though, was there any favorite part of Black Adam, any scene before that you really had uh, you know, a good time with any piece of dialogue?
1: <laughs> because Well, you know, as I said, Uh, I I am a big fan of the NMA world, the bodybuilding world, the sports side of entertainment. And The Rock is obviously, for many years, you know, he got his start in uh, WWE, uh, a form of wrestling. And I am a promoter of champions at the end of the day, Nabil, That is what I do. You know, I commentate over UFC matches. That's where I got my start. And I love a good story. I love a good fight. And I love a good champion. So something that really hit home for me was during the movie, when the streets were filled with all of the Kondok people supporting The Rock's character, Black Adam, they they filled the streets and they were, they were chanting, long live the champion. And that really struck a chord with me. It, it felt like I was in a UFC fight. It felt like I was watching Conor McGregor fight for the first time, win his first belt. It was special, you know?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, that's that's a scene that really resonated with us. And I know you have to go right now. I know you, you got you, you got to record your podcast. You won't be able to join us for the full podcast. But um, Darian, I don't know if you know Darian Niger, He was on another podcast. He's going to be filling your place. I don't know. If, do you like Darian, by the way, as a podcaster? Is that... On the podcast.
1: Um, I know that he's got some controversial opinions regarding the use of uh, DMT in <laughs> speech synthesis with chimpanzees. But, I, you know, I, we might have some common ground. It's too bad that he's not going to be able to have a conversation with me today. But uh,
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Joe, we'll let you go. Uh, we got to get on to the podcast. We'll see you later, Joe Rogan.
1: It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Nabil. And remember <laughs> That's that's it. That's the joke. That's all. That's it's a good it's a, a good
0: joke. <laughs> and we're back on at Filmatic Podcast. Guys, I hope you like the little intro. To be clear, we do not support the politics of Joe Rogan. Thought it'd just be funny to impersonate him. And Darian did a great job. Darian, How does it feel? You're here. Darren Nagas here.
3: Feels good to be back. You know, I. It's been a while, but I've heard some things while I was gone. Heard some things in the streets, if you will. Word on the streets gets around. I don't know if you know what they've been saying about Philmatic and Bill, but I think this is going to be a great
0: episode. Yeah. I've been hearing things. I guess we'll have to confirm and see if everyone heard them but yeah. i'd like to introduce
2: long live the podcast bro all
0: right. well you know you butted in so i'll just introduce you next casey right. uh <laughs>
2: it's good to be back <laughs> um yeah i'm happy to be here uh for my favorite movie of all time um <laughs> uh, unite and uh you, i love okay. uh i okay cut that i really that <laughs> like, comes off as like a, we'll just <laughs> we'll just censor on. it
0: so it's so you <laughs> know We'll just start that straight was, away on this
2: Really? That Dude. was not what I intended.
0: When Casey's on the podcast, the censors start. I immediately,
2: the- like, make a, a joke they can be. Okay, anyway. Yeah, uh, it's good to be here. Um, I uh, really was excited for this movie. Long time coming. Um, podcast, long time coming. But we were allowed. Uh, we were allowed. We, we, we had the opportunity to watch it together the other night uh and i'm very excited to talk about it
0: all right along with the channel oh yeah and uh with you in the same apartment even if we can say that they meet dox you like that M <coughs> what's your address here. what's up who knows M? how's it going it's going well uh you actually recently finally got your prize
4: i did the, the suicide
0: giveaway. squad you must have seen it a few times by now, you know. Been so excited we're to pop it. Been that watching in it
4: back to back since. What's your
0: favorite? What's your favorite scene? scene? Uh,
4: the one that the, that the Joker is not in.
0: Um, That's the whole movie. There you go. good. Yeah. Perfect answer. Yeah. We're watching and, it on
2: our Blu-ray player every night. And
4: then to. every once in a while, just to switch it up, we just play the regular one.
1: The just the
0: regular, a regular DVD. Oh yeah. yeah compare the quality uh yeah sweet now that we've introduced everybody i guess we should (laughs) i guess we can jump right in to the podcast to the to the discussion of black adam 2022 so uh i guess we can start with a little bit of the backstory um thing is there's been a lot of complications in the history of this movie there's been a lot of twists and turns on the road i know we've talked about it before on the podcast a little bit but for those who don't know i'll try to give it a very quick rundown so in uh 2007 the rock has a meeting with the people at dc studios slash comics and apparently this is the rock story he was at an event a fan gave him a black adam comic and said he should play black adam He read the Black Adam comic and decided he wants to play Black Adam. So he met up with DC, said he wants to play Black Adam, and it was agreed upon. And the movie entered entered a tentative pre-production, where it remained on and off production for 15 years until until here we are today. And um, uh, some people also don't know. I just want to mention there were times during that uh, span where The Rock was going to play other DC characters, most notably Lobo, uh, for those who know who Lobo is, who actually is now supposedly going to be played by Jason Momoa. Anyway, crazy shit's going on at DC. Um, My point being, this is The Rock's quote-unquote passion project, as he would put it, and it finally came out in the year of our Lord 2022, and uh it's it's been making waves in the news because at the same time you have dc getting an overhaul with a new head being james gunn who's basically rebooting the whole universe superman is out wonder woman's out batman ben affleck batman is out or he's been out for a while but he's confirmed out now and things are just shaking up and it's been confirmed now as of the time of this recording that there will not be a black adam sequel and maybe we can read the rocks message that he released yesterday later i don't know i just wanted to mention there's a lot of history historical context behind this movie
2: i think joe biden might join us to read that rock yeah
0: towards the towards the end we're told joe biden might join us to read the rocks instagram statement darian was in contact with uh uh, what's her name jen saki the secretary of communications she's uh, actually she's not the it's not her anymore it's someone else I did not know that. Yeah. Well, whoever that person is, Darian's in contact with them. Mm -hmm. So we'll be finding out later on if Joe Biden will be reading that for us towards the end. So stay tuned for that. And by the way, if you do stay tuned for that, make sure to comment. The people are saying the champion is here to get entered into our new giveaway.
2: The champion is here. The people are saying the champion is here.
0: Yeah, they're saying that the champion is Joe Biden.
2: Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. The champ is here, John Cena, saying long-term rival of The Rock, and a DC character who has not been fucking cut out of existence.
0: Peacemaker.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay, so you know more about, you and Darren know more a little bit about wrestling than I do. By a little bit, I mean entirely. Is The Rock referred to as the people's champion in wrestling
2: yes that's so is that
0: line a direct reference to him as a wrestler
2: i don't know um but if his people really wrote the movie like you said um i could totally see it is i was wondering that was actually a question i had because i was wondering if like long live the champion is a thing from the comics or not or like just the term like the champion is black adam known as the champion I have to double
0: check. I don't, as far as I don't remember, I don't remember anything, but But
2: yeah, it's pretty interesting because, uh, we were also talking about, we can get into this later, but I feel like there's good crossovers between like him as a wrestler and, uh, how he's acting over the course of this fucking, this project. Uh, it's been interesting to see.
0: Yeah. I think it's, I mean, you were telling me a little bit about his history as a wrestler how that ties into kind of his ego i think that really is apparent in this movie and the way he's acted with the release of it also claiming that it's a it made a profit when it didn't some people even saying that he committed fraud by releasing fake numbers Mm -hmm. uh i don't know how true that is but it's crazy shit going on at dc Mm -hmm. so um so yeah so i guess we can just uh after kind of covering that just kind of jump into the movie itself and I just kind of want to open it up to you guys and any of you and say, um, what are your thoughts? What were your kind of general thoughts? And if we can kind of dive in from there, uh, anybody can can take that question. And the program um, cuts silences, so don't don't feel bad. There's silence. I mean, I think
3: that the movie was a positive surprise. I personally went in with, To be honest, negative expectations, um, or I guess you could say low. I wasn't expecting to have, like, a miserable time. I figured it would at least be, like, ironically funny if it were bad. But that was kind of Mm -hmm. where I was at. It's going to be ironically funny if it's bad, or it's just going to be, like, bad, mediocre, maybe not quite laughable. And I Mm -hmm. walked out being, you know, genuinely entertained. I think that, like, the movie had problems obviously, but I was pleasantly surprised. I think overall it was a like fun movie. Um, there was more substance to some of the characters that were in it than I thought there would be, which was gave me something to chew on outside of it being purely fun. And I don't know. I thought that turned out better than what it was being presented as, honestly, by The Rock and by the advertising. Mm -hmm. overall
0: good yeah yeah um i think i definitely agree with most of that i think i on my second watch recently with casey uh i would say that the parts that i liked surprisingly mostly still held up i still thought the action was really entertaining good enough where i didn't want to like look at my phone or anything at least um and the parts i didn't like specifically uh I really think that they they could have done better with the the human element of this. There's kind of an overarching theme that we can talk about, where it's like maybe Casey specifically, I think had a good point about this uh, yesterday, where it's like the whole foreign invaders and uh, using the Justice Society of America as a device to represent. Forward invaders in the middle East and how the kind of they kind of uh that theme worked in the movie with Black Adam representing like i guess or i guess what they tried to represent him as was like um uh I don't know how would you say like i don't know brutal justice or like um i don't know Casey do you have any thoughts about any of this? I'm just kind of spitballing here
2: yeah but. um it's right, it's like pretty. You know, it's pretty clearly stated, like, what they're trying to show there. Um, It's pretty, like, out in the open. Um, It's said, you know, by multiple characters that they're like, you are, like, neo-imperialist douchebags, like, invading our, like, the inter-gang and and Mm -hmm. the JSA both, like, working together in that way. Um, Which I think can, you know, there's an even stronger point about how, like within like countries that the US invades in the Middle East. It'll be like a uh there are like there's already normally a conflict going on in there and then the US chooses to side with one mm-hmm. um and doesn't really care about the results. Um only in that it like how it affects them. And I think that's shown like in this movie, they don't really give a shit about like what are happening to the people. Um they just care like oh is he going to like go leave Kondok? and that's even like we'll get to it but like the final scene Mm -hmm. um references that but yeah i mean my issue with it is that like i mean it's expected but like of course this movie like a major blockbuster um is not going to like go all in on like anti-imperialism um -hmm. and Because of that, they kind of just present it and say nothing interesting about it. Um, They, like, add nothing to the conversation. They're just like, this is a thing that happens. And then, like, don't tell you or, like, pose like, how should we feel about this? It's just like, Mm -hmm. it happens. Um, And, yeah, I guess we can get into this more towards the end. But, like, the whole thing I think just relates the whole thing with like the demon army coming in at the end. Um, I just was thinking about it uh, when we watched the movie and I said this, but it's like um, they need to give like a way for the people to fight, fight back somehow, but they don't want them to like, you know, kill the fucking uh, imperialist. Um, so intergang just completely disappears from the yeah. movie, and then they're like, We have these non human people that they can come together and fight against um, and I feel like that is like not only like stupid plot wise but also just like generally like, oh, like we can't give them an actual win, they're just fighting these like fucking skeleton zombies that like ultimately like means nothing. Like it doesn't mean anything that they like destroyed because they didn't really, That like it was the superhero killed the devil in the end. Like that was it. It didn't mean anything that the people were fighting back. Yeah. I don't know. I, so that was a really lacking part of it for me.
0: Um Yeah. Yeah. You know, very well said. And I think, Man, I mean, especially just that the soldiers who are occupying combat literally disappeared from the movie after the JSA show up. It's, like, that's my main, one of my main, or I guess the general gripe with this movie is, like, there's so many different aspects that could be interesting that are just, like, barely developed. And it's, like, the movie couldn't choose one or two to focus on. It's, like, there's this, the superhero team JSA and... um You know, the classic hero conflict of, like, is killing good or bad. Then there's the occupation thing that you just talked about. Um, Then there's the classic third act, big light in the sky, double army, you know. And there's just so many different, like, movies I feel like it's trying to be. Yeah, Uh, and you kept saying it sounds like a first draft, which is, like,
2: crazy to me because it does, And it's like, this movie has been in development for 15 years. And have they had the same script for all
0: 15 of those years? Some of it feels like it's from 2007. I I, I
3: think, honestly, not to give The Rock too much credit. Not not to say that as a backhanded comment, even. But just like, I don't think he's even said anything himself about the, the script or what he wanted to add. I don't think we're at a point yet... Where he's addressed any criticisms of the movie, he's been very supportive of it overall. Right, I think he's yeah. trying to stay in good, uh, good terms with the studio. To be he's honest, he's never but...
0: addressed any criticisms with any of his movies. Yeah, he that's pretends fair. that they're pretends that they're doing good when they're not. That's his only yeah. thing. Sorry, I just wanted to say I didn't mean. To no, say, no, that but...
3: is a good point. I I think it's you know maybe deserved a backhanded comment about yeah. The Rock. But my what I was gonna say was not to give him too much credit. But to me, you know, I definitely get the vibe of what you guys are saying from the movie, that it doesn't feel like a cohesive thing. It doesn't feel like fully concluded on what the movie should be, right, Uh, story-wise. And I think it might be, I don't know, because it has been in production for so long, right? It might be more of a reflection of this thing that we know happens all the time, where you have a creative oversight that is you know, being pestered and influenced by an individual or group of individuals who have actual dynamic ideas and you somehow have to force them together because, you know, people don't want to give up good ideas and the studio doesn't want to give up their formulaic approach to making a movie, hopefully work, you know, without risks. My point being, I think honestly, it seems more likely just with what we know that, a lot of these, like, political undertones and, like, philosophical questions about, like, what's right and wrong were probably encouraged by The Rock. I mean, especially because I think he wanted to play a morally great character. I don't know. I think he wants to be cool, but also not, like, definable. Yeah. And I think it doesn't really make sense that The Rock's vision for Black Adam would involve, like, a third-act CGI fight about something that... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think... It's more likely that The Rock introduced some of those ideas about like conduct, independence, and like imperialism. I don't know, you know. Yeah, and they just got muddled with this. It's interesting.
0: You mentioned like that. There doesn't seem like something The Rock would inherently want because what I was reading among all this DC drama is the budget for this movie ballooned up by an extra hundred million because they did reshoots in the last like nine months before it came out. And mm-hmm. that could be, you know, that's something I could have leaned into with that. I could totally see the studio wanting to do that. Um, I know they did reshoots because it tested poorly with audiences. Um, I will say there are some... St- <laughs> the editing in this movie is not great. I think <laughs> most of us agreed on that the other night. Yeah. But there were specific moments where I couldn't tell. It kind of felt like there were parts specifically with Adam Smasher where he would make some quips, kind of like Tom Holland-esque quips, that felt like they were reshoots. because Just because mm. of the position of the actors and um, the way that it cut. And I couldn't tell if that was a reshoot or if it was a bad editing choice. Mm. I guess with one, I guess it's pointless bringing it up now because I can't point it out specifically to you guys, but my point being, I think that a third act schlag being solidified and more quips as something to that lines up with marvel's movies recently well i guess some people would say overall is something that the studio would want to do so yeah i just wanted to say that
3: yeah i also not to delineate like the conversation that we're going on here because i think the approach we're taking is good but i also just wanted to say uh point in case that i'm even bringing this up it's confusing and doesn't make sense but what even is the inter gang, right? By the point that we get to where they seemingly disappear, it kind of feels like they're trying to make you believe that the inner gang was just a front for this guy who was trying to get the artifact the entire time because he's part of them. And like, there wasn't actually an overarching struggle outside of him trying to get the, it was a crown, right? Like, I, I feel like, I don't even know right now, which is why I'm bringing it up, but is that what they were going for? Because ultimately like they do kind of disappear as a threat in terms of the way they're originally presented. Right. They're like, in, you know, um, they're occupying this country that they don't belong in. And they're like putting up all these boundaries that they don't deserve to be in charge of, you know, mm-hmm. upholding, you know, they're like regulating things. That's, I don't know. That's, pretty much all you see from them at the beginning when they're referred to directly as imperialists but then it seems like the focus of inner gang just comes to be like they are part of this like deeper conspiracy to steal the crown and make this one guy like an all-powerful being i don't am i wrong in that i don't really I think it's just never
0: spelled out i mean yeah i don't have an answer I, <laughs> I think unintentionally it folds onto itself and makes sense if you look at the comics because in the comics, Intergang is like a Superman, specifically re- uh, relating to Superman as a group of an army, but they're like tied to Dark Side and they do a lot of like mystical shit like that. So I guess in a way you could, some people might say, well, it's like, it's clear they were trying to influence who gets the crown or whatever, but like, I don't think that the writers actually took that into account.
3: Yeah, I honestly also completely speculative and possibly irrelevant because of that, but I definitely think that might be something that they had planned to bring back up in a sequel because The Rock obviously had a larger vision for this and wanted to like carve out a place in the DC universe where he could make this movie yeah. relevant and impactful. I didn't know that, but it's it's probable that they were trying to you know maybe set up a reoccurring oh, I'm organization.
0: Sure it, the Rock's plan was to do the Black Adam versus Superman. And then in the third act, they team up against the intergang's leader or whatever, right? So. Yeah. Like, that's probably what the plan was, if there was a plan.
3: Nonetheless, though, I do agree with Casey because the way it's presented is like they create this dichotomy, it's like inner gang at the beginning of the movie is completely different than whatever it becomes at the point that it disappears as a threat. And then separate from that it just doesn't even feel cohesive thematically because of the way they present inner gang at the beginning versus the end it's like they don't even really make a message about you know the mm-hmm. occupation of conduct it's more so like the justification of black adam's choice to be violent i feel like that's the note they end on thematically you know with the main characters yeah. that aren't superheroes so like yeah i don't know i think my overall point is the movie is definitely confusing in what it's trying to do. I think the Adam Smasher point is also really good because what they're doing with the Justice Society, you know, they they bring it up. It seems like it could be messy, but they actually like pretty efficiently introduce those characters and inject them into the plot, right? Yeah. And then there's like a clear dichotomy that they're going for between Hawkman and Black Adam. And Dr. Fate is kind of there as another interesting character, but it feels like Adam Smasher. And I literally can't even remember the other character's name. Cyclone. Yeah. It feels like Adam Smasher and Cyclone are not there for any reason as characters. They're not a good point. They're kind of just there to present this like archetype of like funny, younger superheroes that like, at some points I felt like they were trying to lead me to believe that Adam Smasher and Cyclone were going to like,
0: kiss or something as they were stupid definitely as that flirting.
3: sounds but like yes, no yeah the flirting
2: is so stupid i didn't understand like why, why Dude, it was there's a part prayer. where
0: after he turns big and he's got the rock under his hand he's like hey you recognize me you know who i am or something like that i mm-hmm. like, Bruh. like
3: okay, now, i definitely yeah. think it's your your theory about adam smasher being you know reshot to be more of like a yeah like an archetypical comic relief superhero. It feels very heavily modeled off of Spider-Man. I don't know. No, like I think even, anyone who's seen the movie. Even Ezra Miller
0: as The Flash and the <laughs> Justice League theatrical cut. like, uh, Dare yeah, I speak like They wanted name, levity.
3: But... They wanted... Yeah. Because you know? I feel like, to be fair, if you take Adam Smasher and Cyclone out of the movie, there's some jokes still. But it is a lot more, like, serious and ambiguous in terms of, like, what we're watching, right? It's just a, an extended fight, disagreement. Well, they, they didn't have
0: mirrors two thousand years ago, in case yeah. you didn't know.
2: I, uh, I would like to make a point about that. I think that this is the funniest, unlike, I mean, it is, like, ironic funny. But, like, I think some of the jokes that weren't intended and some of the jokes that were were some like my, the the hardest I've laughed. I don't know if it was the context in which we watched it, but like I had, I think that's what made me have a lot of fun with the movie. And mm-hmm. in a way that like, think about like the new Thor comedy, like made me like want to die. Yeah. And I liked some parts of that movie. I don't think it was, I, you know, I mean, we, we didn't even do a filmatic on that. I believe um, no, I don't think it deserved I it to, necessarily. Though. Yeah, you want to? I think it could
0: be I fun. mean, I think it's an interesting conversation about how disappointing and hard-hitting of a failure it was after Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. which it
3: exemplifies are... some things that are worth yeah. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I think it does.
0: Because Thor Ragnarok was like, for a lot of people, I would say even myself to a degree, was like, wait. Because it's like, I think it felt like Marvel movies were kind of going down and it's like, okay wait there can be some kind of fresh air in this there can be some Mm -hmm. creative unique takes even if it's not perfect Mm -hmm. And i really want to see what this guy does next and then the guy does something next and it's fucking dog shit yeah and it's like how did that happen it's so interesting
2: um Uh but with black adam um i think that like uh again maybe it was just like the contest in in which we watched it uh but i did have a lot of fun with like the comedic, the unintended and intended comedic moments of it. I would like to talk about some of those. Yes. Um, starting with, uh, the doors, how he just <laughs> okay. burst through walls. Um, yeah. and like, we were joking about, okay. So to set that, set that up, we were talking about, uh, as we were watching, um, there is uh, when he wakes up in the child's room. Um, he sees himself in the mirror, and I was like, "Wow, that's actually like pretty deep. Like he's never seen his own reflection before." People like
0: you—you literally said people back then they didn't know what they looked like.
2: Yeah, I did say that, and then I and then I said, "Oh shit!" But what about glass? And then. It took me a little bit longer to realize, <laughs> oh, wait, what about water? And that's when I knew the movie was trying to fool me. It, tra- it thinking, tricked you. Yeah, it did, yeah, trick it like did work. It did work. Yeah. Um, so then uh, we just kept joking about, like, oh, they didn't have this 5,000 years ago. And he kept busting through walls.
0: And... Um, then we you said, said they didn't have walls three thousand years ago, and I, have I held my tongue. Sorry, that's what i Yeah, did have walls Thousand <laughs> years ago, and I held my tongue because I knew the joke was coming. So I was like, "Oh, you're gonna shit bricks." Mm-hmm. I didn't say that, but in my head, I said that.
2: And um, and then yeah, they literally say, "Did they not have doors five thousand years ago?" And no, I did no, like, Doctor <laughs> yeah. Fate Sorry. says <laughs> it, and I liked I liked the, the the Rock Black Adam Black Adam's response to it. Black uh, Adam, Black response. We gotta, yeah. we gotta talk about that too. What was myself. his
3: response? He I
2: says, don't remember.
3: "He says, yes,
2: it is how we got in and out and outside of rooms or something."
0: Okay, wait. That brings me. Uh, before you bring up your next joke, you mentioned your delivery of the line reminded me. The fuck is up with the rocks? Acting slash delivery of lines in this movie. Yes, it's all over the place. He can't decide if he wants to be an alien or he wants to be. Someone who doesn't know English yeah. or he wants to speak a different language. He can't even put on an accent. Sometimes he speaks. There's two lines where he doesn't speak English. It's like, what's going on?
2: Yeah, I know there's that's like the first thing I said, because he goes like, you know, like 10, 15 minutes without saying anything. And I was like, how are they going to explain how he knows how to speak English? And then he's just starts speaking English. And I'm like, they gotta put something in there.
0: Like no, the first line he says is in a different language, is in the fake Khandakian language. Oh really? Because when he yeah, when he shows up in the, the cave or whatever and he's like he catches a bull and he's like, Your magic is weak, but he says it in the language. Oh, okay, okay. Which I leads you to believe maybe that he would speak a different language, but then he doesn't until like later on in the movie when he's staring at the statue of his son, I think. And mm-hmm. He's like, I'm sorry and he says it in the language. That's it. There's only two lines as far as I remember. Yeah.
2: But I don't know. I uh I thought that was weird. I thought it like led to like some comedic moments like that, but and it it matches I guess his like stoic nature as like this god figure. But like Yeah,
0: I don't know. I just I didn't really buy why he was stoic slash mm-hmm. godlike slash alien like. Yes. Because I, it's like he's still a human being three thousand years ago and the flashbacks he's acting normal, he has a normal conversation with his son when they're mining for that mineral, do you remember? He's like, you know, freedom, fuck freedom, freedom for the birds. He's like having a normal like, Mm -hmm. like human conversation, but in the present day, he's like, literally like, doors, I do not know what doors are. Like, he's talking like that, Mm -hmm. and it's weird. And I think that um, with that, it's like,
2: the the weird like alien stoic like goes away when he decides to be like i'm a cool guy now and he's like teams. i'm not I a hero teams. i love teams i love Sorry. teams i'm not a hero i'm not a hero i'm not i'm not a hero but like i don't know so i feel like that's just like maybe that's just his writers like
0: not knowing what i think it's also the rock or. just wanting to be badass as usual like yeah Anyway, what was your other joke you liked? uh, Another
2: joke um, would be uh, definitely not any of the Adam Smasher stuff. I hated that. Um, But uh, the shot in which uh, this was unintended, but uh, the one in which the rock, uh, they didn't have stairs 5,000 years ago. So the rock (laughs) is... Like floating down the staircase and just spinning in a circle, and the way they shoot this, he's just like having a conversation with.
0: And the kid, the, the, kid, the kid is the walking on the stairs, kid. and then skating, and then picking up, and then going down the stairs, and then skating. And the <laughs> so we got to talk about the kid. We do got to um, talk about the kid. Okay, I was gonna say it. Well, well, really quick. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sure. There's no more jokes <laughs> to be. <do this. laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, no finish the jokes thing first. Sorry. Do you have any more, Casey?
2: Um jokes. Uh let's see. Um I thought that the uh, you know the classic like brother I forget his name. But like the brother sidekick character to the MILF um was (laughs) uh I thought some of the shit he was doing was funny. Um, Electrician. Yeah, Electrician. like the, the I'm going to die by, by electricity.
3: electricity. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. That was good. That, that was, that was a good. good yeah.
2: Um, yeah. And I thought his, like, interactions with Dr. Fate, like, when he, like, uh, wow. wakes up and he, like, thinks he's dying. Um, <laughs> and then that whole thing. I thought Dr. Fate also had some, like, good jokes here and there.
4: While
0: maintaining like a series. I also set. want to talk about Doctor Fate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was
3: gonna say though, nice I, I told him to build this right after I got out of the movie. It, it's it's one that's really formulaic, and I think they kind of pushed it a little too hard. But in the specific iteration, it's a repeated joke when Black Adam is trying to come up with his catchphrase or whatever you know yeah. that mm. the kid is encouraging him to use. I thought the the him calling himself the men in black was pretty funny I was like mm-hmm. in the moment i was like okay this is this is, this is funny mm-hmm. yeah uh, or the
2: related to that when he's like trying to he's during the fight scene with like the the fly bikes or whatever the fuck they are where he like grabs someone off of it and he like throws them you know at like full speed and he just like says it. I think that was like my favorite delivery of like one of his lines. Was him when he was like, yeah. "Tell them that the man is <laughs> <Tell them that laughs> Yeah, that the-. it was.
0: It was a good moment where the stoicism kind of worked as mm-hmm. a clash. Where he's like yeah. trying to do the line, and the guy just dies, and he just like turns back and is like very stoic,
2: mm-hmm. um, and he does the.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't really
3: have an explanation for the consistency of what he's going for, but I just wanted to say I kind of had a realization while you guys were talking about it that I think what he reminds me of a lot in his performance throughout this movie and why some of the jokes do land, like that one, for example, with the catchphrase, is it feels like he's doing what Arnold Schwarzenegger did for Terminator, where mm. it's like, he's just, like, this all-powerful being who has, like, no regard for, like, social awareness because of the position that he's put in, right? Like, the Terminator can, like, mimic human speech and, like, learn, and they, like, kind of do that in the second movie. Like, he shouldn't be acting that way. It's kind of a plot hole. But also, like, it kind of makes sense because, like, yes, he has a conversation with his son that's completely normal, but, like, once he comes to this point, like, he just got done, like, Vengefully killing a bunch of people and then being imprisoned for like thousands of years and is like, I don't know what's going on. I just want to k- kill people. Basically, that's his whole motive, right? Like he's just pissed off when he first wakes up. I don't know. Well, Maybe I'm wrong
0: the girl. The girl the as Casey referred to uh, this character. Um, what's her name? I don't know. Casey referred to her as a milf. So Casey said it nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But when the milf <laughs> later on in the movie says uh she's like she's talking to him to convince him to do something she's like well your first instinct when you woke up was to protect me was to to protect me or or something like that i was like his first instinct when he woke up was to kill people not Mm -hmm. to protect you like you know i I don't know i just what i'm saying is that reminded me it's like i don't i don't get the whole like because black adam in the comics is very like uh uh, lethal protector, you know, kill anybody who tries to harm a Kondakian or if they step foot in Kondok. But it's like I didn't they kind of started going with that vibe with him, but then I really didn't catch it. And I was like, Is he try to kill people? So he likes killing people. Is he just mad because of his son? I don't know. Um
3: Yeah, I, I also wanted to say, not to undermine the mirror comedy, I think it's still a hilarious situation, but something that you shouldn't have to think about in this way about this movie ever that I did (laughs) have pop into my head while you were talking about it is I guess he's never actually seen himself as Black Adam, right? Because he he turns into Black Adam at the end instead of his son and then is like immediately vengeful and like cast out. So like maybe he's now, it's like he's seeing like this you don't know this at that point in the movie. So it kind of takes away from the impact of showing you him looking in a mirror, but maybe he's like seeing himself like, Oh, this is what I've become. Like I've turned into this, like, you know, Mm. all powerful (laughs) being that's like, I don't know. That's maybe a a good point, but
0: not a good one. (laughs) That could be like what they were going for. It just didn't work in like execution. Like I I do think that's probably what they meant to do.
3: Yeah. Which I want to say the presentation of like, you know, the, the backstory for Black Adam and the champion and, you know, the, his son slash him, you know, working in this mine, whatever. They show all of this stuff from the past and then they go to that and then they go for this nonlinear twist where you you find out that his son right. was the champion but didn't do all of that. And he is the bad version. I feel like kind of takes away from some of the, the things that right. could be cool at different points in the middle of the movie.
0: Interesting. Well, I also feel like again, the reveal you already knew if you've seen any of the trailers because in every trailer he's like they killed my son and I became Black Adam. Really? And, I I did yeah. I watched yeah, I the trailers
2: that. and I did not I did yeah. not catch that. He's like I
0: uh, they killed my son died and a hero was born from rage or something.
5: Mm. And they show his son
0: dying and it's clear that it's becoming he's becoming Black Adam. And also beginning of the movie, his son is talking to him and he's right there as a skinny the rock. Okay. And it's like, does he think we wouldn't notice?
2: They barely show his face, but it's
0: very
3: clear. That's my
0: question was I did
4: not notice.
0: God damn it. So just me. Okay, never mind. I noticed noticed...
3: thought they were going for oh this is supposed to look like the rock because it's his dad before he got older. That's
2: exactly what I thought too, because they don't show his face clear enough and also he's fucking deep faked onto like a twink. (laughs) So like I don't, I don't know why I don't know why they showed his face at all. Why are they do why did they do like a little tease? Like it actually yeah. to what you're saying, Darian. It makes it more confusing because yeah. If they had just not shown it, you would have no like uh oh, maybe it's like his he's supposed to look like the rock is his father,
3: but well, it almost feels like they were originally not going to use this twist mechanic to reveal that, mm-hmm. especially with what about the trailer, but then they were like, Oh, we need some kind of like something to bring home. Like, uh, like I, I felt like they were kind of trying to create a justification for his motives. Like mm-hmm. this is why he's violent. Cause his son actually died. Big reveal Morty. Which... He's not a bad person. He's just angry. <laughs> And it's like, I don't need that, first of all. Second of all, you're telling me at a point in the movie where it's like, okay, this is the reality. And now he is just fighting the devil, uh, a pure embodiment of evil. It doesn't even matter, right? Like, it doesn't change well, it matters, anything. To exactly. It matters
0: because he needs to give up, right? And then come back. And then it has to be like, it has to resonate. It's like a life.
3: redemption
0: arc, kind of. Yeah, all, which I, I'm a big fan of redemption arcs. I think that it's not even a bad idea. It's just like it's half baked and put in way later than it should.
2: Could be you again. say that it's almost like a Jesus Christ arc? He goes into the tomb. He comes out. Fights literally the devil. What do we think?
0: Two there? words: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: two words jesus christ <laughs> jesus christ
0: that'd be a good parody
2: just jesus christ speaking of, of like, uh, we need to mention it the funniest promotional poster of all time perhaps
0: okay um, i to put a, we'll put up a picture yeah put up a picture for the video listeners. The video. if you haven't seen it we'll tell you it uh, uh yeah it's
2: ahead. a promo poster that you know normally would have like picture of the character You know, would have the title of the movie and then the actor. I figured out
0: why it's like that, by the way.
2: So Let me explain first.
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
2: It just says, instead of The Rock in Black Adam, The Rock Plays Black Adam, something like that. It just says, Black Adam, Black Adam. Two words, Black Adam, Black Adam. I don't know. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, the reason it's like that, I figured out is because those are character posters so there's oh, other ones there. It says okay. dr fate black adam okay. adam smasher black adam cyclone black adam but for him instead of just leaving black adam and getting rid of the subtitle they left the subtitle in as black adam
2: that's so funny that's so all they had to
0: do was just delete the one black that might adam even make
2: it just fun fun funnier
0: fun. <laughs> yeah so if you look up like dr fate black adam poster you'll see what i'm talking about um <laughs> But I mean, all the posters are hilarious. It's like just the Rock pumping up his ego chair. It's like mm-hmm. the time of heroes is over. My favorite one is the world needed a hero. It got Black Adam.
2: Mm-hmm. And they just say like, it. They say it in the movie. In the movie, yeah, he's yeah. like the world. They
0: asked for a hero. Instead, it got me or something. I don't know. Instead,
2: mm-hmm. um, so it got Black Adam. He calls himself yeah. Black Adam at the. Uh...
0: It's crazy they never say it in the movie. They never say right? they they save they it they say it through that it ending, that fire ass friends. ending. <laughs> True, they do. Um, yeah, the only character to say Black Adam is Superman, which is kind of crazy. wait no, uh, no no, 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 uh,
2: uh oh, Amanda Waller.
0: Waller. She's like, yeah, she's she's like, I didn't like the way she emphasized the. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> damn. No, because the the, the delivery was kind of like. First of all, let's talk about Amanda Waller. Great character, greatly cast, you know, Viola Davis, great in the Suicide Squad. Um, Peacemaker. Great in everything she's been in. However, in Peacemaker, this movie, and one more I feel like I'm forgetting. She just gets to cameo by just, like, doing a Zoom meeting with a fake background. I think that's kind of awesome. No,
2: they,
0: no, and, oh, wait,
2: never mind. Never mind, she does. I (laughs) thought she was (laughs) in person in Peacemaker. It does not happen.
0: No, she does, does, like, a video call, like, twice. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> anyway in the movie she's like okay black adam like like, yeah you want you want to you don't want to be here Tondok <laughs> is your prison which i feel like is a pretty fire line you don't want to stay in my prison, is your prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then superman shows up but that doesn't mean anything anymore because superman is gone henry cavill is gone mm-hmm. uh one thing so there's a few things that were brought up that I think I want to go back and talk about. First of all, let's talk about something that I liked. Maybe you guys liked this too. Maybe you didn't. Let's talk about talk about it. I like the suit. I'm a big fan of the suit. I think it's simple. <laughs> no, okay, shaking your head uh, for our audio listeners. I'm shaking your head. Let's hear about it. What didn't you like about the suit?
4: Maybe it's maybe it's the the Christian in me, but it, it it's it's I felt.
0: Like, too tight. Too tight? Okay, yeah,
4: I don't, I don't know. Well, you, know the,
0: you know, the rock? This is a great, another bit of rock I war, just, which we like... haven't even talked about. Okay. Is specifically regarding the suit. I just want to say, because that regards to your point, he's on every interview for Black Adam.
5: Mm-hmm. They're
0: like, so we heard that the suit doesn't have any muscle padding. And he's like, yeah, it's great. So, you know, <laughs> all these Marvel heroes. You know, I love the Marvel movies; they're great. I love Marvel, but they all have muscle padding, and it just detracts from the work because you can't see your body; it's covered up with this muscle padding. And I tried on the suit first day of the screen test. I tried on the Black Adam suit, and I said, "What the hell is this padding?" And I made them get rid of the padding in the suit. So what you see is my body form-fitted to my muscles. There is no muscle padding, Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon's like, oh, "That's crazy!" and <laughs>
2: so i wasn't looking for this and maybe that was a mistake on my part but i
0: found the rock happening, bro
2: can you That's see up. the rocks <laughs> cock
0: daring like that one
2: can you see the rocks cock i wasn't i wasn't the black in. adam suit
0: you
3: cannot it's a little weird Are you
2: looking him
4: i mean i feel like you have to a little bit
2: oh my god i like your your first contribution to the podcast (laughs) this is good
0: my point in bringing this up was i feel like dc has kind of always been here and there it's in shambles you know one thing is i cannot think of a bad dc suit off the top of my head i feel that's pretty telling because marvel recently especially has been Kind of kind of bludgeoning their suits with a weird angular design that I think kind of sucks. I like that DC sticks to like very comic booky, simple, yet somehow also very intricate. You know, I like the Black Adam suit because it's got these weird, not weird, it's intentional, like Egyptian sort of like patterns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just got the big lightning bolt that's dark in the beginning because the dark represents his soul. You know, Black Adam, black is in his soul. I'm not making that up. That's actually why he's called Black Adam uh for you didn't know it's because he's his character and morals are literally black i'm not making that up that's just true Mm -hmm. um but if you notice in the first three quarters of the movie the lightning bolt is like kind of dark and cloudy but when he comes back at the end for the final fight it's fully it's bigger and it's like bright yellow
2: well then he has the uh like the bracers too right
0: True, he's got, well, he's got one bracer on like his, uh, one of the hands. No, at the end
2: of the Just... movie, he has arms. At the end. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're saying... saying when he comes back from the yes. prison? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so there's like three
0: changes then, yeah? Yeah, or two. Well, also because when he first shows up, he has the hood oh, yeah, and yeah. the cloak, which I think is a very cool look. I like My go-to hood. look in Fortnite <laughs> when I play with the Black Adam skin. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, up top. <laughs> oh, okay. sorry about that buddy Uh, (laughs) anyway also the the scene where he's describing his origin big reveal morty my son is dead uh (laughs) the part where he like gets mad because his son just died and the the suit like forms on him Mm. you know what i'm talking about where he's like yeah he comes up shirtless, but it, the, the black literally forms and spreads on him. Kind of like the black suit in Spider-Man 3. Um, I thought that looked really insane and cool. Yeah,
2: so I thought it was interesting because his son as the
0: did not have a suit, right? No. So his son and him, both, when they both get the powers, so the son originally, and when he transfers the powers to his dad, are just wearing a white like tunic and a big lightning bolt necklace. Mm-hmm. And then he only gets the suit when he freaks out And rages mm. yeah. It's kind of interesting I kind of like that, like the suit is just form because he's fucking like
2: Bad now it Makes sense <laughs> why know. it's skin tight too
0: Exactly, it literally does And
2: clock fitting form on this one i allowed to say that
4: <laughs> 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 Shit
2: Hold on. Can I, uh, just, can, I, can I just mute myself for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> um. Um.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. I
5: don't
2: yeah, know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I can do this podcast anymore.
4: That's up to you, bud.
0: <laughs> it's kind of weird case you didn't know their mic was muted. I <laughs> no, not to talk about that, I guess. Uh, Wait, I'm
2: I didn't know my mic was muted.
0: Yeah, we heard we.
2: <laughs> my mic was wasn't muted.
0: muted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh right, buddy, it's shit! Th- it's three a.m. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: so another thing I want to talk about the kid, Darren. can we talk about the kid? Yeah, well, that too. Okay, okay talk about sorry. the kid. I don't like to say this. I don't say this lightly, especially about kids. This kid is a bad actor. This kid's bad news. If you guys. Don't hire this kid, Hollywood, right? <laughs> it's bad news. No way um, he gets
2: another fucking shot at anything I'm else. I'm sorry,
4: are you joking? He's definitely going to get another shot.
2: No fucking way. Because his dad, a dad fucking, is a producer. Wait a
4: year and a half, and he's going to be the lead in the romantic interest of some dumbass Disney. Yeah, film. he'll be For the next sure. like
2: Nat Wolf. He'll be well, the he next becomes, yeah. Noah
4: Centineo. He's going to be in a fucking A24
2: movie in five years, and people are going to be like, Holy shit. <laughs>
0: It's going to be a skater movie, because it's his only, like, talent, <laughs> if you can call it that he's in, in this movie.
2: He's in the uh, mid-20s... twenty. is it called? Mid-20s? Mid-90s? Mid-20s? Oh,
0: <laughs> no, he's in the mid-20s. It's a... <laughs> it's a Great Depression... Yeah, what uh, the fuck? <laughs> I don't
2: know what I'm thinking.
0: Instead, but, of, instead of playing classic 90s hip-hop, they just play, like, Hello, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so the darling. scene in which he... You know, I think this just goes to show how fucking terrible the whole section where they're fighting like the devil army and trying to rally the people is like their big moment for that scene. They have this fucking kid in front of a crowd and speak loud, like sorry, softer than I'm talking right now. And it's like, yeah, guys, it's crazy. God, guys, it's the worst. It's what you're doing? I really hate. I've never seen. I've never seen that bad of a child actor or like that yeah. scene specifically, is the worst like child actor scene I've seen in a major film ever. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing behind it, and it's supposed. Well, he, to and be they such- also just
0: make him the narrator for the beginning part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Why? It's a yeah. Like, who knows? Shitty. That's very 2007. <clears throat> is like a stupid narration. The beginning yeah. over a bunch of planets, where it's like in the beginning. There was Konduk. And we had a very valuable mineral, Marty. And we had to hide it. like Adam.
2: <laughs> Unobtainium. 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 <laughs>
0: Unobtainium. Uh, anyway. Why does he have to skate all the time? That's what I want to know.
2: I honestly thought the opening shot, how it was done, um, where he's skating through that, their way of like, showing the... I kind of liked it. I thought it was okay. The skateboard being used for the rest of the entire film?
0: <laughs> he uses no. it as a form of, instead of walking, he just uses the skateboard.
2: Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no <sighs> sense. I did There's, like, when they used it as a weapon, that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't even use it. His he mom doesn't. Uses, His it.
2: uses it. His uses it. I've never used that. I wish one, you wouldn't again. I really, milf, I didn't like that. His
0: mouth kind of sounds. Oh, i do not about um, that one. No, but the right before that, the scene where it's like he steals the walkie-talkie from that soldier, mm-hmm. and then it plays like badass, like rock. He's like, he's like, all soldiers conda because it's for a superhero. Then he drops the the thing in a pot of dumplings. Ruining the dumplings? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was pretty weird. fucked up. Does he really care about conduct?
5: No.
2: Dude, shout <laughs> out. Hold on, hold on. Okay, this is why I liked that skating scene. All right? I just remembered, because he said they were playing rock music. We can talk yes. about the music throughout the whole movie also, because it was shit in some parts, in my opinion, where they played trap music. Yes, I'd like music. to talk about that. Um, why, were they playing, why were they playing trap? Not even, like, trap music. Just, like, trap music drum hi-hats over, like... You're talking about over or the oh, during yeah. Black Adam's theme? Yeah, I'm like, wh- what is happening? All right, I don't know. Dude, it was stupid, kind <laughs> of... Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> right, quick shout-out. During the skating scene, they play Rat in a Cage by the Smashing Pumpkins. That was a good needle drop. It fits the the, the vibe, you know, of, like, um, them being, like, imprisoned and feeling... I thought it was nice, and it's a good song, and I haven't heard that in a movie before. I thought that was cool, and then they did no other good needle drops in the entire film. They did the basic ass painted paint black. black, and then that they was did cringe. a Kanye West redacted fucking. I uh, hate Kanye
0: West. <laughs> I agree. Leave it at that. Don't um, look at this poster, by the way. Jesus right. Christ. I really think I have to take that down. It's becoming probably uh, a good idea. Yeah, for for the record, that was put up four years ago. (laughs) Not recently.
2: It is really, it is really unfortunate though, because um, that is literally, I'm sure that is all anyone thought of during that scene where they play. Oh, it's just terrible
0: timing too. The movie came out like the week after that all happened. Yeah, there's
2: no way they could have fucking predicted that. But like, dude, like, there's no way anybody. Went and saw that movie, and their first thought was, "Ooh, <laughs> fucking ooh." Well,
0: I guess if there certain people might have been hyped, anti-Semitic. You good?
2: And um, what would you like to say about uh, while well, we're just,
4: recording? I yeah. I felt like I I didn't quite get to justify my argument that the rock suit was too form fitting, because it was okay. more specifically that like it was the whole suit was fit to his body and then he had his collar and then just his delts popped out. Mm. Um, and I feel like they could have just adjusted the neckline a little bit because there's okay. the, whole, the whole like part of the movie and maybe I misinterpreted this and that's fine. But like, there's like the whole part of the movie where like the suit is being like made around him as he's, he's, mm-hmm.
2: Yes, we talked about this. Right. In the podcast.
4: I agree. I I, I understand, and I didn't feel the need to chime in at that moment in time. Um. What even? (laughs) Keep going. But. (laughs) it just sounded like a ton of noise to me. Um.
2: What? Oh, it was the. Oh, (laughs)
4: shit. Um, but.
2: Could you play it again, (laughs) Nabil?
0: You okay. had to work that time. Thank yeah.
4: you. But even in that scene, I don't... Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but it didn't seem like the whole suit was made. It was just, a, like, the black part with all of the writing. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a shot of him in the full suit.
2: I don't know. I don't I know.
4: It doesn't matter. Anyways... Too too uh, much dealt.
0: No, people. I mean that's 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 fair. I the Rock's neck is not the prettiest thing to look at. That's why I think. <laughs> that's why I think the. I'm not
4: to body shame. I'm not you know. Not well, it's the
0: Rock? It's okay. Prolific wrestler. It's okay.
4: He's, he
2: has a
0: thick skin. Yeah, He's he has a, a thick skin. skin. You know him. Rock hard. That's why I think the the iteration of with the hood and the cloak is the best one because it covers up his dirty ass neck. I agree. And. Yeah. So.
3: Well, I think it's also the problem that you're bringing up is accentuated by the rock's small, bald head. Yeah. Compared to his shoulders. Like so, that- when you <laughs> take away the hood, it's like tripling the problem. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. A shot of him from from the back was pretty <clears throat> was pretty scary. I he did does, have a very visceral reaction to that.
2: He does look like he looks cool, right? But at the same time, he does look inherently
4: comedic. Yeah.
2: Yes, um, and it's agree. an Interesting it's
3: pinhead moment. In it that. really
2: showcases <laughs> the the dichotomy of Black Adam's character. Like he has this hard God. side, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: I said I tried to be God.
2: God. <laughs> And then he has this soft side where he, you know, he makes little jokes and he's a funny guy. Occasionally, and it makes no sense for his character, but well, there he is on that. Note, yes. Good night.
4: Good night.
0: See ya. It's
4: been a pleasure. Thanks.
0: Thanks for being on the podcast.
4: Thanks for letting me be on the podcast.
0: Of we course. Yeah, we're. Uh,
4: yeah.
0: Hope to Anytime. see you again.
4: I don't think you have the right to say that.
0: I'm sorry. It's true. I you don't.
2: don't yeah i guess i don't sorry i guess
0: that's
2: a mm, 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 mm. can i mute my mic again uh yeah. i i can't take it i'm sorry i didn't do it yet <laughs> I actually i actually did beat it. <laughs> i don't even know what i'm doing anymore i should just the door. fuck off Turn the lights
4: lights get 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 out
0: Fighting a war, I'm at a door with my own thoughts. Tot- <laughs> Maybe. <a> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to fight it's, a war? Turn the lights
2: off.
0: Everybody, stop! Okay, anyway. Everybody. For those everybody who stop, everybody. For those stop. who aren't everybody falling. Rock, along.
2: Everybody rock! Everybody <laughs> rock! Um. Adam, everybody. I don't. Know. I don't know.
0: Adam, Adam, straight to the Adam.
2: Uh, Everybody, conduct, <laughs> <calm down. laughs>
0: For Those who are confused, to be clear, that last, last our, there was a little technical difficulty. Our previous recording session broke down because of Sam Moss, who allegedly possibly went to sleep at some point, which is why you didn't hear from him the entire episode. So like we had fall, to all guys. Yeah. So we had to start a new session here. Uh, and here we are. So we'll just kind of wrap things up. Um, one thing, another thing I wanted to mention. What's the deal with the Eternium in this movie, the, the mineral? There's points in this where Intergang uses it as a weapon and it harms the rock, but it's never used again.
2: It, it is never used again other than the shield. I think they literally only use it as like, oh, there's the shield keeping you from... And mm-hmm. it's Eternium. So it would hurt you to try to go through it. But there is Even your no,
0: powers can't break the shield.
2: There's no nothing that says it will kill him. And he doesn't even try to. He doesn't try to, and then it's like, oh, I can't do this, I'll be hurt by Well, it. no, he
0: gets... He he fucking eats a fucking turnium missile at the beginning. Remember? Oh yeah. and then he okay, tries to fly and-, and then he falls down.
2: Oh it uh, okay, yes. Never mind. So it does And then he
0: punches the crown. Which hurts him. Remember that?
2: Oh. Uh, the punching the crown hurts him.
0: Remember he's fighting Hawkeye?
2: Yeah, but he Hawkman. He- <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember and it hurting him when he punches him.
0: It literally does. Okay. Like,
2: I'm, so, I'm sorry. And then they, they pull back the that's cupboard. That's very defensive, that. Nabil. You were like... Yeah, well, it literally
0: does. It
2: literally was, does. It literally how does you, hurt That was
0: how you hear things in, in your mind, okay? It's, uh, Bro, what's, it's, that,
2: what's that supposed to mean?
0: Well, you is know that, like, means.
2: homophobic of you?
0: Um, all I'm going to say is... <laughs> so... Whatever you guys Ew. want to do with that, uh, and I would never. And uh, how do you feel about that? Um, I. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Did not think you would say that, but that's, yeah, like I mean, that's okay, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's okay. Just like go. F- <laughs> we we are timing this well.
0: Wow. I, okay. There's a delay here. I don't know. All right, so let's get back to the podcast. Um, what else do we want to? I and We want Anything we missed? Anything we missed? Okay. I just remembered. You know, Darian mentioned, Adam Smasher, Cyclone. What were they even doing there? It feels they pale in comparison to, Hawk, Man, and Doctor Fate. And I feel like that's probably, possibly the best part of the movie is Mm -hmm. Dr. Fate and Hawkman. You somehow, through the performances, you know, very carried by the actors, uh, you kind of buy At least I bought into the relationship that they had, the longstanding relationship. And I actually kind of was like, I didn't feel nothing when Dr. Fate died, you know? Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I I think it's rough because... I liked I liked how they handled like Doctor Fate dying, um, but it sucks that if they had continued to this, this is the only movie in which you have Doctor Fate.
0: Yeah, unless it's a multiverse
2: thing, that seemed weird to me. I was like, okay, the coolest mm-hmm. character. I mean, Hawkman is cool too. I like to see something else with him. Will we? No, but um, <laughs> but you know, yeah. Um clearly
0: we were supposed to, and that got cancelled. Really? Yeah.
2: Damn. Sad. I thought his character was really good. I thought the actor who played him. I uh I wouldn't have cared if it if like Dr. Fade said, I definitely wouldn't have cared for another like Justice Society of America thing as a whole. Because yeah. like why the fuck do I care about Adam Smasher? I feel like they also, but they were like world building. They tried doing like the oh my uncle, like referencing his uncle who's played by the Foz, <laughs> what's his name?
0: Uh, Henry Winkler.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um,
0: the old but, Adam smasher.
2: Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. It felt <clears throat> uh,
0: a little Ant Man inspired. Definitely. Definitely. But. Um, and I guess that's kind of evident. Another comparison with his character and like the comedy, kind of very similar to that. Yeah. And a um,
2: Hawkman kind of felt like Hawkeye, right?
0: It did, definitely didn't feel like Hawk are, sh- are you
2: sure about that? Be confident.
0: Well, it's interesting. I mean, something it's that people some some something that some people were talking about is more of a nerd thing, but. Uh, Originally, like the origins of Hawkeye, who's immortal, by the way, and re- is reborn multiple times. Possibly. Hawkman? Yes. Oh, okay. It's okay. not hinted at in the movie at all.
2: You said Hawkeye, just to be
0: Sorry, clear. Sorry. Did I actually just, say Hawkeye? You did. Right. I, actually <laughs> say that. Okay. I was all like,
2: right. Hawk, whoa. Jeremy Renner is fucking immortal? Why yeah. did they. <laughs> anyway. Why did they. In the show, then, Hawk those, Girl, or whatever.
0: <laughs> well, Hawk Man and Dr. Fate have layered backstories that Duncan mentioned in the movie and both originate from ancient Egypt. Where really? they go to? Kondak is supposed to be basically in the ancient Egypt, in the Egypt area. Mm-hmm. So, kind of interesting. I mean, I understand why, I guess, because it'd be kind of complex for audiences, but it's kind of interesting if people who are fans of those uh, characters, you know? It's like, yeah.
2: Why they not mentioning anything.
0: Hmm. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so... I have a note written here. Casey, I want to know if you remember this. It just says my mind and body exist in Fortnite. Do you remember this joke? Oh yeah,
2: I do remember this. This is a great joke. joke.
0: Can you explain it?
2: Yeah. So there's a scene where, um, <laughs> this is a scene where, uh, Dr. Fate, like, um, this, this is what, what happens, right?
0: Yeah. You're okay. Getting, you're yeah, okay. Track.
2: Okay. Dr. Fate, like, projects his body to speak to Black Adam and then <laughs> takes him to this, like, this place, right? Uh, I,
0: I think you're mixing things up. But Oh, never mind. Basically, he appears in front of Black okay, Adam. Okay, yeah. And he says, Black Adam, my mind and body can exist in multiple places. Mm-hmm. Right? And then mm-hmm. you made the joke where it was like... <laughs> like Adam <laughs> my mind and body exist in Fortnite <laughs> welcome to Fortnite <laughs> <Adam>. <laughs> yeah and like that one that one beam you know, okay like, i was confusing it with, with i when think he literally teleports him yeah like, something he, he
2: teleports him, him and i think someone said like this looks like a fortnite scene i think adam <laughs> yeah. said that i don't know yeah and then
0: maybe that happened i don't know maybe it happened yeah, related to
2: that yeah, yeah. But that that was one of my favorite jokes that, <laughs> again, watching it on the, I will say, for, for any of you who have gone through this podcast, if we're doing, like, <laughs> recommendations, all right, if you watch this movie, it's on HBO Max now, watch it with some, some friends, you know, in person <laughs> or on Discord or some shit.
0: It'll make it a lot better.
2: It's, it's a lot more enjoyable. It's really fun that way. There are a lot of there are a lot of points that are just very very comedic um, if you have the right perspective on them.
0: Should we explain the "I've been hearing people on the street" joke? I think that's we possibly, should. That's possibly the title of this episode.
2: Yeah, for, for the title of the episode, we're going to explain an hour and a half.
0: In. Well, we can like release a clip first. Oh, oh absolutely.
2: Yeah. It would be nice to have Evan here, but if you yeah, want to tell it to I think I think you tell okay. it
0: So, you know, we were watching, as Casey said, the movie on the Discord together uh, about halfway through. (laughs) This is right at the point in the movie where Black Adam has just launched Hawkman into a building or something. Right after Hawkman saves soldiers who the people hate, you know, because they're being occupied. And people... Okay, so Evan joins the Discord at this point. We pause the movie. And Evan really hasn't said much at all. And... Evan's like, we're like, timestamp 30, oh, 30, 15 or whatever it is. And Evan's like, gets there, silence, silence and Evan's like, I've been hearing people on the street saying, long live the champion. What he meant was that literally in the movie, people in the street were saying, long live the champion chanting it in the movie. So he was saying that to say, like, that's what I'm hearing. I'm at the right spot. The way he said it made it sound like he had just joined the discord. It was like, Guys, people on the street—they're saying "Long live the <laughs> champion." <laughs> so,
2: it was very good. Um, yeah, it made the movie feel more cinematic, this out of out of the world experience. And that, like, you know, because Black Adam's doing so well financially, it's really popular right now, it's getting <laughs> great. Critic and audience reviews.
0: You sound like Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Black Adam is doing great. The numbers right now. coming
2: in <laughs> for Black Adam are huge. They...
0: <laughs> the best ratings. We
2: did great. That's a quote from The Rock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know me? I have tough skin,
5: very and tough Irish skin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> very thick skin. I have very tough skin. And me and, me and James Gunn, we go way back. We go way back. <laughs> and I want this I want the best for future DC and Marvel and Marvel. And Marvel. I love- can't
0: forget about the Marvel. Uh,
2: we love the Marvel. We love Marvel. Did
0: you see Ant Man? Did you see Ant Man? It's so great.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I love it Thunder.
2: I loved it. I loved it.
0: And- Civil War. I hated Civil War. <laughs> I- <laughs> the winter soldier. <laughs> Uh, um, I had a yeah Adventure Tower I prefer Trump <laughs> I prefer Trump Tower I believe they you know, they, act, they, they, they filmed a few scenes and let them at Trump Tower just like I did for Tower Heist yes, for Tower Heist yeah, Brett Ratner you know he loves the ladies, he loves yeah, the ladies. <laughs> that's a real quote from Donald Trump about Brett Ratner <laughs> guys go listen to the Tower Heist episode it's go listen up. to the
2: Tower Heist fucking episode possibly
0: top three filmatics I guys.
2: think it's so good oh it's so good
0: uh, but yeah, I have an idea.
2: Sorry, hold on. Before this, yeah. I just want to yes. say, do you have a top three filmatic?
0: Shrek, Tower Heist, one of the quarantine ones. I can't remember which one, but one where we oh, had a bunch yeah. of people on. And yes. I think we're, we really kind of found our groove. Mine is uh, Tower Heist,
2: Batman. Okay, which, yeah, shit. Batman is really good. The fact that we talk for four
0: hours and then but, afterwards i was still like there's yeah. more i didn't talk about like yeah. um
2: yeah. and also that intro is still
0: my favorite thing we've ever done yes um, well my idea actually relates to the batman episode oh hell yeah it's funny you know, coincided mm-hmm. uh so you know for the batman episode guys check this out on instagram it's great we did a parody because darian dressed up as drifter bruce wayne and we parodied the poster Where it's like unmask the truth. And we did unmask the tear. right? Remember we did like a parody poster. It's like a shot for shot thing. I thought it turned out pretty funny. Mm -hmm. For this episode. We parody the Black Adam poster. (laughs) Where it says Black Adam, Black Adam. Or the one where it says. They needed a hero. They got Black Adam. Mm -hmm. Maybe like they needed a podcast episode. Mm -hmm. They got Black Adam. I don't know. Something where it's like. They, they a Summer imagine. of Stiller. They got yes. Black Adam. Yeah. There you go. Something like that. It could be me, maybe. I don't know. could be Darien again. could be you. I don't know. We could figure it out. That's my idea. I think that's Hopefully, good. At the point people are listening to this, it already exists. Someone so you're, you're sitting in a
2: throne. Me. Dude.
0: Yeah, I think that would be hilarious. No.
2: To, uh, if we can get a shot,
0: that'd be good. Yeah, I'd love to do something like that. I'm open to talking about that after it maybe figure it out. Anyway, any any other loose strands before we wrap this up? Before we get Joe Biden in here to read the Rock statement,
2: I think it. I think it's nice to end with with Joe Biden talking because the Rock released this address as if it was like the most important thing in the fucking world. And to be fair, like a lot of people we're we're asking like and like you know making all these assumptions about like yeah. what he thought so i think it's good he said something but like the way this <laughs> fucking reads and yeah. just to end like on the note of like we watched this movie i watched this movie you both had already seen it before all of this like dc news came out yeah. um but like watching this movie we didn't even talk about the final scene i should say um, the
0: the post credit scene, yeah, know? the
2: post credit scene. Um, um, just we can that, talk
0: about that real quick.
2: Yeah, um, just the fact that literally none of this movie fucking matters, um, I think, makes me enjoy it more. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. the if I had seen it and I was like, God, this is like, this is what we got to do. I don't know uh, if we had to deal. Like, I think the Rock specifically, contained within this one movie. He got to do his fucking passion project. It's over and done with. If we really had to do, like, Black Adam v Superman, and that was, like, one of the first movies and the start of the next, like, James Gunn thing, I would have been like, no. This is fucked already. And I think people would have responded that way, too. Because, like, how are you going to pitch that? I don't fucking know. After this movie, how are you going to pitch Black Adam v. Superman. You
0: don't. That the only reason he's want. in it is because he was able to strong-arm them because they didn't have a head of DC at that point. Yeah. The head of DC stepped away many months ago. There's no one. James Gunn isn't in yet. The Rock is there. The Rock is the Rock. He. he they thought this movie was going to do well because of his star power. So yeah. they're going to listen to what he says. Mm-hmm. They force DC to enter negotiations with Henry Cavill. Do this cameo. And then set something up in the future. And that never happens. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I've seen a lot of fans online praise The Rock. They're like, you did this. You brought back Superman for us. You're the best DJ. You're the best. DJ. Yeah, they call him DJ online. Uh,
2: I heard heard people in the streets calling him
0: DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) So um, anyway, my point is just a crazy set of events for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there was something else. Do we
2: want what to talk in? about the final scene? Just explain it to them. Uh, yeah,
0: okay, so if you don't know, Amanda Waller is like, Hey, Black Adam, <laughs> you don't want to stay in my prison? Fine. Condoc is your prison. You take one step outside of there, you're going to regret it, buddy. And The Rock goes, No one can stop me. No one on this world can stop me. And she goes, Well, maybe I'll send in somebody from outside of this world i got friends and he goes all right morty send them all Mm -hmm. amanda waller says have it your way black adam shoots lightning destroys the drone that she's projecting herself on facetime with (laughs) and there's a bunch of smoke and a being in the shadows comes down originally by the way this is not supposed to show his face before they before they negotiated with it they were going to do a bottom down cameo like they Mm -hmm. did in shazam Mm -hmm. um Anyway, being goes down. It's been a long time since anybody made the world this nervous. Steps forward. Superman. Plays the classic Superman theme. Black Adam, we need to talk. Cut to The Rock making a stupid face. Cut to credits.
2: Uh, I think it would have been more impactful if they just did not show him at all. I think they should have just ended on waller's line of maybe like someone from outside of this world i don't know why do we need to see him i, I know it's a post-credit
0: scene and the rock was telling people weeks before the movie came out that superman's in the movie mm-hmm. outwardly because that's yeah. the only selling point to get people to see the movie and it's still flopped
2: yeah so like because they knew it was just gonna be a post-credit scene where it gonna do shit Imagine yeah. if they had gone. If they had gotten him back for like, oh, no one can stop Black Adam. it why didn't I don't know. Maybe this is asking too much. But dude, what if they had just done Superman comes? What if this had been like Superman? I don't know if I would have liked this. I'll say it. But like, uh, what if they had just been like, Black Adam is fucking so much shit up. No one can stop him. Third act instead of having a fucking devil uh created um maybe it could have just been superman comes in and...
0: yeah i don't know no i, I think I, yeah. that would have been
2: like breaking like norms
0: in that way of like i think it's just superman they couldn't do that even if they wanted to yeah i'm sure dwayne johnson wanted to do something bigger than the devil yeah which sounds absurd <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's awesome that tagline
0: <laughs> yeah there you go but um what I was going to say was I'm forgetting. I'm going to go back to the other thing I was going to say, which is the credits. Anybody watch the credits? No. You remember what the credits are in the background of the names. It's like, yeah. like little little close-ups of all the suits, all metallic and they're like being built up by like energy, and a few movies have done this. Most notably I think the original Avengers movie did it, where they show the close-up of the suits and the weapons and the yeah. hammer and all that. You guys like that? I it kind of appeals to me. I don't know why. I don't have an objective reason why. I just kind of like the way it looks. It's very satisfying the way it like builds up his suit, it shows his suit at the end. It's like Black Adam. I don't know.
2: I think that's fun. I, I like that. I, I like that. I think. Um, I think maybe my favorite. What is it? Wow. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but is not the original Spider-Man? And maybe they do it in the new ones, too, where it's, like, the notebooks.
0: Just the new one. Just the new one? Okay. As far as I remember, yeah. Okay. I kind of like that. Well, the original Spider-Man sense. trilogy, of course, has those great opening titles. Yeah. Oh, yes, right? yes. Because the first one, the sorry, the second one has the Alex Ross art retelling of the first movie. True. And the third one mm-hmm. has, like, little flashbacks of all the movies. Mm-hmm. But um, and then I remember fan. what I was gonna say, which is, uh, how come there's so many post-credit scenes where it's like, character shows up to the other character, mm-hmm. is like, character, we have to talk, and then it just ends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Morbius just did it with the vulture. Uh, I could, I'm forgetting, but I think there's more than one other one that also does it. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, that's how a lot of lazy. fucking Marvel ones are. It's just it's kind of lazy, you know. Can there be yeah. something else they
2: could say, like, like why like imagine are talking they,
0: maybe instead of saying we have to talk maybe have, start talking like. imagine
2: if they had like started fighting and that's how it ends I don't know maybe I'm That'd just be pitching badass. like bullshit but like no but
0: even if you just like shot a laser near him or something you know yeah, what I mean like yeah
2: like, do something it doesn't like, seem from that like we need to talk doesn't seem like they're going to fight to me that doesn't no, seem it like doesn't. it was setting up like a I don't know like a the superman movie if that's really what they
0: wanted but who knows? I don't know. Um. All right. Well, that's all I have. Uh, so I can think of the devil looks like a PS4 character as well. True. I true. That. True. Uh, Full CGI in the movie by far. Uh, there's overall, it's not that bad. But anyway. Yeah.
2: Adam Smasher kind of looked not bad.
0: I thought it was. Doctor Fate's like... suit is fully Smasher's... CGI. Really? Did you know that? See, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're surprising. I, in some, obviously, like when he's wearing the yeah. helmet
2: when he wasn't wearing the helmet was it cgi yes damn okay that's good
0: i, I know it's kind of crazy um but yeah any other final thoughts final thoughts joe byron where are you
2: the movie is okay that's my end statement
0: all right which would, would you suggest this movie to for people to watch
2: yeah, like I said earlier, watch it with friends. It's, it's fun. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's
0: like a two. I think it's modified. better than like Venom, honestly. First Venom, yeah. Second Venom, I have so, to read. But...
3: First Venom is funny. I don't know if I'd recommend someone to watch take it. Takes itself
0: too seriously in parts. Yeah, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Which I know I said this also does it but also this is like still more entertaining.
3: There's, there's more value here. Yeah, mm-hmm. in my um, opinion.
0: I agree. Alright. Alright, can we get Joe Biden to read the rock statement so that people can finally know what the Rock has to say about all this before we wrap this podcast up at three fifteen AM? That's a good idea.
5: Alright.
0: Oh my god. Holy shit. okay guys, we have Joe Biden here to talk about to deliver the rock speech on the rock's behalf, Joe, are you there?
5: I am here, Neville. Sleepy Joe, sleepy
0: Joe. Joe.
2: It sounds three, a little sleepy. It's yeah, three but... fifteen. It's three seventeen. You know, I'm sure he's he hasn't stayed up this late in years.
0: <laughs> he was dying right now. Um,
5: uh, I am up a little bit past my dead time. We've been working on some new uh Weagle was for the country.
2: <laughs> Weagle was. Weagle was. Fair
0: Joe. Okay, Joe. So what do you by the way, Joe, before you do this, what did you think about Black Adam? Just generally. One mm-hmm. sentence.
5: I thought Black Adam was a great introduction to the DC <laughs> universe. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a, a very strong man to represent America, and I think that they did a great job with the movie.
2: What do you think about its <laughs> comments on like imperialism in the Middle East? Do you have anything to say about that?
5: Oh, come on, man. You're going to bring up imperialism <laughs> in the Middle East. I thought we were here to talk about the... Uh... Uh,
2: I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. President. I just, uh, I thought you might have some opinions on it. I'm not saying I agree with them. It's just, it's an open space.
5: I do have opinions on Black Adam. I think that the movie was great. I think that The Rock is a very strong representative of American exceptionalism. And I think that a lot of people could learn a lot from The Rock.
0: Okay. All right. So, do so you want to go ahead and read this uh, little little thing here? From the rocks from the rock yesterday.
5: I would be honored to read this statement. All
0: right, go, ahead. go
5: ahead. Hello everyone. To my passionate friends, I wanted to give you a long-awaited Black Adam update regarding the character's future in the new DC universe. James Gunn and I connected, and Black Adam will not be in their first chapter of storytelling. However, DC and Seven Bucks have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in the future DC multiverse chapters. James and I have known each other for years and have always rooted for each other to succeed. It's no different now, and I will always root for DC and Marvel to win and win big. You guys know me, and I have very thick skin, and you can always count on me to be direct with my words. These decisions made by James and DC leadership represent their vision of DCU through their creative lens after 15 years of relentless hard work to finally make black adam i'm very proud of the film we delivered for fans worldwide i will always look back on the fan reaction to black adam with tremendous gratitude humility and love we did great and to my very passionate and vocal black adam superhero genre fans i love you Thank you. And I will always listen to you and do my best to deliver and entertain you. What a hell of a month. Now we all need some Terramana. Have a productive week and happy holidays to you and your families.
0: Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Joe, you you know, there's a war on Christmas. Are you taking sides?
5: You know, back my family, back in my day, we used to celebrate Christmas. That's what I know. I love Christmas. Christmas is one of the great American traditions, but they're telling me today that there's a lot of other holidays, and I'm trying to respect that. I'm trying to understand it. I'm learning. I might be three years old, but I'm learning about other holidays there are.
2: Joe, it sounds like you're about to cry. Does this get you emotional? Do you really feel connected to these other holidays?
5: I, I wouldn't peg myself as the emotional type. I, I served a long time on the Great <laughs> yeah. War. The
2: Great yeah. War, Joe? The Great yeah. War. Okay.
0: Joe, you were telling me about something that happened...
2: <laughs> what? Let <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sp- me forget it. It <laughs> forget
2: it. Spit it out. Spit it out in a bill. No, I wanna hear.
0: No, no. Joe was telling me something about what his commander in the military used to used to do, but I don't think it's relevant to the podcast. Um
5: I don't know what you're talking about, Jack. I don't do none of that monkey business. All right. We fought a, a clean war. We fought a clean war against the communists and we won. I'll be damned if we didn't win.
2: <laughs> right. <All> right. <laughs> so Joe, did you know did you know that people on the streets are Did you hear are, what they're saying? Did you know they're saying, let's go, Brandon?
0: Have you heard about it? <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that?
5: Hey, let's, let's go Brandon. You know what I mean? More power to Brandon. I'm a big supporter of all my voters and Brandon. I might not know you personally, and I might not have the privilege of meeting you, but I fully support you.
2: Nice. It's good to hear.
0: Yes, sir. Well, Joe, it was an honor and, um, uh, by the way, are you, you know, I, you watch Black Adam, you like Black Adam. What do you think of Harley Quinn? By the way? I just want to know, like, what's Joe Biden's thoughts on Harley Quinn? Margot
5: Robbie. Well, I've never been a big motorcycle rider myself, but Harley (laughs) Davidson is probably one of the best American manufacturers that we have. (laughs) And you know that I support domestic jobs in America. So I support anyone that chooses to purchase a Harley Ride on. You know what I mean, man? (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) But don't But don't forget to wear your helmets. That's what they always say. (laughs) Put on your helmet. Be safe. And Uh, Don't forget to buckle up. You don't want to get a ticket this holiday. Sure.
2: Any thoughts on The Joker? Just because. He's one of my favorite characters.
5: I think The Joker was a pretty great movie, to be completely honest with you. I think that we can all relate to having a little bit too much of a, a guy on a, a stage telling us what we can and can't say. All right.
0: Wow. Okay. Interesting, Yeah. Wow. So you kind of relate. So the way that the Joker killed Murray in the movie, you're saying maybe you do that to Trump in the debate or it's the moderator?
5: I don't, I don't know. I don't know of anything about any debates. But all I'm going to say, Jack, is that the Joker spoke to all of us as an American people because we need change. All right. We're tired of the same status quo that the Democratic Party has brought to us for this many years. Oh, wow. And that's why I am finally stepping up to the plate to make the change that this country needs. And if that involves a little bit of joking, (laughs) then I think that's a price that we can pay.
0: Wow. That was beautiful. It's really really, beautiful um, to hear. Well, you know, I could keep doing this all night, but I guess we should let you get back to your presidential uh, duties and sleep, Joe. And uh, we got to wrap up the podcast here, too. So do a little bit of an outro. You know, Joe... This is a section where we plug things. So before we get to Casey, I want to know, what do you want to plug before we wrap this podcast up? People to check out,
1: you know.
5: I'd like to plug the three scoops in Veloware. <laughs> that is the best place to get chocolate, chocolate chip ice cream. That's my favorite flavor. If you like chocolate ice cream with chocolate chips in it, check them out. They got good stuff. It's real milk.
0: It's real cream,
5: real sugar
0: They said real MILF Real uh, yeah. MILF Yeah We were talking about that, that MILF and Black Adam Joe You see that shit? Woo Woo See that? Joe? Joe?
5: I did see Black Adam
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good
0: Joe Okay, um, <laughs> so Casey. Yeah, uh, plug. I'll plug... The president of the United States is here, so I mean this is the. Yeah, best um,
2: I don't know if you've ever if you would if you're into like indie alternative music, um, Joe. Uh, sorry, I, I don't know if I should, Mister President, Mister President. Um, but I have this band called Sungrazer. Um, if you are interested in listening to them, um, yeah. Uh, that's what I promote to you, Mr. President, and anyone else.
0: Um, I think before the podcast, Joe was telling me he's heard July. Yeah, you heard right, Joe. What'd you think of July? Really? I'm pretty sure he said that, unless I'm mistaken.
5: Yeah, I'm a big fan of July. I I remember when I was back in your age, I was. Always looking forward to the month of July, summer break, you know what I mean, man? You get out of that classroom, first thing you'd want to do is grab grab yourself a nice scoop of chocolate, chocolate chip ice cream. Mm. Off to the races. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, sir. All right. Well, I want to plug the podcast (laughs) on the podcast. All right. Because guess what? People in the street are saying Filmatic is making a comeback. We announced the winner of the Suicide Squad Blu-ray yesterday. We did the Black Adam episode. We recorded it tonight. Hopefully going to be out by tomorrow night. Not the next day. We're also recording the Avatar episode in the next few days. Avatar The Way of Water. It's going to be great, great movie. Uh, or some would say. I don't know. We'll discuss it. And um, <clears throat> a Summer of Stiller finale coming soon. Whenever Justin... Uh, Is not busy with his girlfriend. We'll be doing that. And, uh, I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. And, um, yeah, so Philmatic is back. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry for any technical difficulties. And we're going to do our little outro. So, let's go one by one. We'll start with the president and just say, you know, your name. And this is Philmatic. you know. You can riff a little bit if you want. So, Mr. President, if you want to start.
5: My name is Phil Natick, and I am happy to be a part of this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. And remember, go out and vote. We need votes to win this election. We need votes to win democracy back for the United States. They are challenging the integrity (laughs) of our country's foundation. All right, so all you Philnatic listeners, go out there and vote next month. It's a big election coming up. Whether you want me to be the president or not, make your voice heard.
0: Yep, go vote next month. (laughs) All right, and we've been listening to Biden and Casey, and
2: this is Phil Aciou, Phil, Phil. What's the name of the podcast? Fellatio? Oh, no. It's, Fellatio. It's...
0: Fellatio? It's filmatic.
2: Fellatio podcast.
0: Filmatic. It's We're, called filmatic. We've been,
2: star- we've been talking about starting this fucking filmatic
0: <laughs> podcast. We've not. I've never talked about that, ever. Fellatio? You brought this up for the first Felatio time. Fellatio podcast? Ta- the president is here, and you're talking about something very lewd. I don't probably know. doesn't even know what you're talking about. I
2: probably... Uh, <clears throat> Mr. President, have you seen Kimmy B-?
5: I am not familiar with that movie, unfortunately However, I could tell you a great deal off the podcast about Felicio, alright
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, It's kind of scandalous, alright I'm excited, I'm looking forward to that
0: You're gonna get some first-hand information Yeah. All right. So, listening to Biden, KC, and Deville, thank you for tuning into Filmatic. Follow at Filmatic on Instagram, at underscore something on Instagram, and at POTUS on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, And we'll see you next time on Filmatic. Everybody say bye. 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 Good night.